Section 2 of Safeguarding Children, Pediatric Medical Countermeasure Research by Presidential Commission for the Study of Bioethical Issues. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Patrick McAfee, Merritt Island. Chapter 1, Introduction. Our sense of justice, beneficence, and respect for human dignity calls upon the country to do what it reasonably can to safeguard all children in the event of a public health emergency. This protection includes, for example, providing medicine, vaccines, and other interventions as needed. Our same sense of justice, beneficence, and respect for human dignity calls on us to safeguard individual children who participate in scientifically and ethically sound clinical research to develop these interventions and to protect individual children from participating in research that could impose undue risks on them. In other words, as a country, we have both a fundamental duty to protect individual children from undue risk during research and an obligation to protect all children during an emergency, to the extent ethically and practically possible, by being prepared both with the fruits of scientifically and ethically sound research, and with a fulsome national readiness to respond. In January 2012, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, HHS, asked the Presidential Commission for the Study of Bioethical Issues, the Bioethics Commission, to advise the U.S. government in its mission to be fully prepared to mitigate the impact of bioterrorism attacks on ethical considerations in evaluating and conducting Pediatric Medical Countermeasure, MCM, research. Pediatric MCM Research involves testing interventions with children that will be used in response to an attack either before it occurs, in other words, pre-event research, or testing such interventions following an attack, in other words, post-event research. Pre- and post-event pediatric MCM research pose risks to the individual children enrolled in research who in many cases, do not stand to benefit directly from the research. The tension between the need to conduct pediatric MCM research to protect children in the event of a future attack and the risks of this research to individual children who do not stand to directly benefit from it creates the central ethical challenge of pediatric MCM research. As noted in the Belmont Report, the ethical dilemma facing the Bioethics Commission derives in part from the principle of beneficence, which, quote, requires that we protect against risk of harm to subjects, and also that we be concerned about the loss of the substantial benefits that might be gained from research, end quote. The Bioethics Commission addresses this tension in this report. A major bioterrorism attack could require deployment of pediatric MCMs. To safeguard children in the event of a bioterrorism attack, 
MCMs should be ready and available for pediatric use. Under current federal plans, in the event of an emergency, children would be provided with at least some MCMs that have been approved for adults, even though many of these treatments have not been tested with children. Extrapolating from data in adult populations may be insufficient to determine safety and proper doses of MCMs for children. Pediatric research might therefore be necessary to determine the safest doses and formulations of MCMs for children. Pre-event MCM research presents challenges that are distinct from other types of research, as it involves research on a hypothetical condition with an undefined and perhaps unknowable likelihood of occurring. And while the knowledge gained could be profoundly useful, we may never have and hope never to have occasion to use it. The ramifications of these characteristics are discussed in greater detail below. Post-event research poses its own challenges because this research generally will be conducted in very stressful circumstances. In post-event MCM research, the experimental intervention will often be provided in concert with additional tested treatments that could confound data collected regarding the MCM. Moreover, the stressful circumstances in which post-event research likely will be conducted might make safeguards such as obtaining adequate informed parental permission and meaningful child assent particularly difficult. In this report, the Bioethics Commission also addresses research conducted when the threat of an attack is imminent because, as discussed in greater detail below, in these cases the ethical and practical concerns track those of a post-event study, even if technically conducted pre-event. Pediatric research itself presents particular ethical complications. Competent adults can generally consent to accept risks for the benefit of others during research through the informed consent process. Agreeing to place oneself at risk for the good of others is often viewed as admirable, generous, and honorable. Children, on the other hand, are ethically and legally incompetent to consent on their own behalf and therefore cannot agree to assume research risks for the benefit of others. A child's reduced autonomy and increased vulnerability, along with the inability to provide informed consent, necessitates additional protections during research. These protections include limits on the level and types of research risks a child can be asked to assume, and generally require some prospect of direct benefit to the participant if research risks exceed the minimal ones that a healthy child living in a safe environment routinely encounters in daily life or during a routine medical examination. The Bioethics Commission's ethical analysis 
lies at the intersection of the unique characteristics of MCM research and pediatric research. In its 1977 report, Research Involving Children, the National Commission for the Protection of Human Subjects of Biomedical and Behavioral Research, the National Commission, presciently described this type of challenge. Quote, the ethical principles at stake are the moral obligation to protect the community and the moral prohibition against using unconsenting persons at considerable risk to their well-being for the promotion of the common good, end quote. Although the National Commission did not address pediatric MCM research specifically, the principles it articulated, respect for persons, beneficence, and its corollary, non-maleficence, and justice, offer a way to frame the complexities of MCM research involving children. An additional principle implicit in the National Commission's work, democratic deliberation, further informs this analysis. For this report, the Bioethics Commission examined these existing, well-established ethical principles that guide pediatric research to enumerate considerations for the ethical conduct of pre-event and post-event MCM studies with children. The Bioethics Commission first considered pre-event studies, those posing minimal risk, in other words, no greater risk than that faced by a healthy child in daily life or at a routine medical examination, as well as those posing greater than minimal risk while offering no direct prospect of benefit to the individual child participants. But that are important to the potential future benefit of many or all children. The Bioethics Commission then considered post-event studies, those posing minimal risk as well as those posing some additional risk, but also offering the prospect of direct benefit to the individual children who participate or offering the prospect of generalizable knowledge about the participant's condition. Both pre- and post-event MCM research studies with children are ethically challenging. For each of these categories, and consistent with its charge, the Bioethics Commission also examined the specific ethical issues raised in the context of proposed research on anthrax vaccine-adsorbed AVA with children. Anthrax vaccine adsorbed. The complexities of pediatric MCM research were highlighted by government actions surrounding AVA, a particular MCM for anthrax. In early 2011, the U.S. government conducted an exercise called Dark Zephyr, to test local, state, and federal government responses to a large-scale anthrax release in a major metropolitan area. Dark Zephyr revealed that about 7.6 million individuals would be exposed to anthrax during such an event, 
including as many as 1.7 million children, all of whom would require treatment. Although the government had plans in place to treat adults, officials involved in the exercise quickly realized that there was no evidence supporting a clear course of action for the treatment of children. The planned response during the exercise involved administering AVA for post-exposure prophylaxis to both adults and children in combination with antibiotics. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, has approved AVA for use by adults before an anthrax exposure, but has not approved AVA for post-exposure prophylaxis by adults or for any use by children, and there are no data on the use of AVA by children. While antibiotics help prevent or treat immediate infection with anthrax and are the only current approved post-exposure treatment for children, they cannot provide the long-term protection that vaccination confers against the persistence of dormant spores. Long-term use of antibiotics is also associated with side effects, including gastrointestinal discomfort, which can result in intolerance and poor adherence. In addition, evidence from animal models suggests that even the initial response to combined antibiotic and vaccine treatment is superior to antibiotics alone. In the absence of data on the use of AVA by children and the corresponding lack of FDA approval for its post-exposure use in pediatric populations, current HHS plans based on recommendations by the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, ACIP, include making available a three-dose course of AVA in combination with antibiotics to children who have been exposed to anthrax and conducting post-event observational research with a subgroup of those children who received it to better understand the effects of AVA. Research protections would be in place for all children receiving AVA, whether as treatment or as part of a research study. See Authorizing Distribution of Unapproved Drugs in an Emergency, Chapter 3. Scientific Recommendation by the National Biodefense Science Board. In response to the findings of Dark Zephyr, in particular the nation's lack of preparedness to treat children in the event of an anthrax attack, Dr. Nicole Lurie, HHS Assistant Secretary for Preparedness and Response, asked the National Biodefense Science Board, NBSB, to recommend the, quote, best course of action to prepare for a potential use of AVA vaccine in a pediatric population, end quote. In addition, Dr. Lurie 
requested that NBSB consider the risks involved in conducting a study of AVA with children before or after an attack and the logistical challenges of administering AVA to children during an attack. The National Biodefense Science Board The Pandemic and All Hazards Preparedness Act established NBSB in 2006. The 13-member board advises the Secretary of HHS on, quote, scientific, technical, and other matters of special interest, end quote, to HHS regarding activities to prevent, prepare for, and respond to adverse health effects of public health emergencies resulting from, quote, chemical, biological, nuclear, and radiological events, whether naturally occurring, accidental, or deliberate, end quote. NBSB members come from diverse backgrounds and a range of experience in both medicine and public health. The members are required to meet at least twice a year in a public forum. NBSB has advised the Secretary on many issues, including H1N1 immunization, home stockpiling of MCMs, mental health issues during a disaster, and prioritization in MCM development. In its October 2011 report, NBSB considered whether to conduct pre-event research to gather safety and immunogenicity, degree of immune response, data about AVA with children, or whether instead to gather such data post-event. In conducting its analysis, NBSB accepted, quote, the U.S. government's threat analysis and recognized that the dissemination of Bacillus anthracis spores is a threat to the U.S. population, including its large proportion of children, end quote. NBSB also explicitly stated that, quote, Administering AVA to children would present more than a minor increase over minimal risk, end quote, due specifically to the lack of data about AVA with children. NBSB ultimately recommended that the U.S. government conduct a pre-event study to test the safety and immunogenicity of AVA with children before an anthrax attack occurs, but noted that any pre-event AVA study should proceed only following a thorough review of the ethical considerations involved. This ethical review became part of the Bioethics Commission's task outlined here, and NBSB's scientific and technical assessment informed this ethical review. The Bioethics Commission's Charge Catalyzed by NBSB's recommendation, HHS Secretary Kathleen Sebelius 
asked the Bioethics Commission in January 2012 to, quote, conduct a thorough review of the ethical considerations of conducting clinical trials of medical countermeasures in children, end quote, and to, quote, include the ethical considerations in conducting a pre- and post-event study of AVA, post-exposure prophylaxis, in children as part of its review, end quote. quote because of the sensitivity of the involvement of children in research, NBSB's recommendation voiced its desire to have other focused experts, like the Presidential Commission for the Study of Bioethical Issues, formally review and address these issues from an ethical perspective. The NBSB is confident that the Bioethics Commission will help us and our nation deliberate this very complex issue ensuring safe medical countermeasures for our children. End quote. Although the Bioethics Commission's charge stemmed from NBSB's recommendation, the charge was significantly broader than a review of the ethical considerations associated with a pre-event pediatric study of AVA. As stated in Secretary Sebelius's request, the Bioethics Commission was charged with considering the ethical issues associated with pediatric research for all MCMs, that is, drugs and vaccines intended to treat or prevent physical harm or to diagnose a condition resulting from a bioterrorism attack. The Bioethics Commission considered the term MCM to encompass all FDA-regulated products and interventions used in response to chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear attacks. Ethical and Regulatory Framework for Pediatric Research Pediatric research is critical for identifying safe and effective ways to diagnose, prevent, and treat disease and injury in children. Ethical pediatric research should minimize risks and, when possible, provide a reasonable prospect of direct benefit to individual participants. Unlike research with freely consenting adults, in which greater levels of risk might be permissible even without the prospect of direct benefit. Children who participate in research are afforded special protections due to their vulnerability and inability to legally consent to participate. Any research conducted with children must therefore respect children's well-being and dignity as persons, as well as their current and future capacities for self-determination and must protect children from exploitation. These ethical imperatives are dictated by the foundational principles of respect for persons, beneficence, and its corollary, non-maleficence, justice, and democratic deliberation. The current regulatory framework adopts an approach recommended by the National Commission, that is, categorizing pediatric research based on both the level of research risk 
and the prospect of direct benefit to participants. Research that poses only minimal risk to participants. Research that offers the prospect of direct benefit to participants or research that provides the opportunity to gain generalizable knowledge about the participant's condition, each fits neatly into one of the regulatory categories of research approvable at the local level, which are intended to govern the majority of pediatric research. Some proposed MCM research, however, might involve exposing healthy children to greater than minimal risk while offering no prospect of direct benefit and therefore does not fit into one of these categories. In its report, Research Involving Children, the National Commission recognized the ethical challenge inherent in considering whether research that poses more than minimal risk and offers no prospect of direct benefit to participants, nevertheless, might be justified by the, quote, promise of substantial long-term benefit to children in general, end quote. The National Commission did not reach a conclusion about the permissibility of any such research with healthy children, instead recommending that decisions taking into account, quote, sound ethical principles, end quote, along with other important considerations, be made at the national level on a case-by-case -case basis. It intended this type of review only for rare and exceptional cases. About this report. This report by the Bioethics Commission enumerates the ethical considerations associated with conducting pre- and post-event MCM research with children. The Bioethics Commission examined the current ethical and regulatory framework to assess the types of ethically permissible pre- and post-event research. It built on the work of the National Commission to provide decision-makers with necessary ethical tools to assess whether research posing greater than minimal risk with no prospect of direct benefit to healthy child participants, the most ethically complex pre-event pediatric MCM research, can proceed. Fulfilling its charge, the Bioethics Commission applied its analysis to the particular case of AVA as well. Due to the unique characteristics of pre-event MCM research, including uncertainty that the research results will ever be used, and the fact that children are not legally or ethically competent to consent to participate in research, the Bioethics Commission concluded that greater than minimal risk pre-event research is ethically unacceptable if valuable information about an MCM could be obtained using a study designed involving only minimal risk. If pre-event pediatric MCM research cannot be designed as minimal risk, the proposed research should pose no more than a minor increase over minimal risk and proceed to national level review.
Although the regulations might allow pediatric research that poses greater than a minor increase over minimal risk to be approved if it also meets ethical standards, the Bioethics Commission concluded that higher risk is unacceptable in the context of pre-event MCM research. Such research does not directly benefit the child participants, and the likelihood that the results of such research would benefit other children is unknown or unknowable. In accordance with its commitment to democratic deliberation and transparency, the Bioethics Commission held four public meetings to address the Secretary's request. Experts addressed a range of ethical, public health, scientific, medical, security, and regulatory issues associated with this report, providing a wide array of professional and institutional perspectives, including those from scientific and medical communities, nonprofit organizations, and other individuals and groups. The Bioethics Commission published a request for information in the Federal Register and received almost 100 written responses. In the course of its work, the Bioethics Commission performed an in-depth review of relevant literature and, in its deliberations, took into account the relevant work of prior commissions, in particular the National Commission's path-breaking work in establishing pediatric research protections. Based on the Bioethic Commission's detailed examination, Chapter 2 of this report provides an overview of the ethical foundations for pediatric research protections and the current regulatory structure governing pediatric research. Chapter 3 sets forth and analyzes the ethical issues associated with conducting pre-event and post-event MCM research with children and applies this ethical analysis to the particular case of AVA. End of chapter one, introduction. Recording by Patrick McAfee, Merritt Island.